0: Hello, and welcome to episode 386 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And Dan, who do you think is eating all the best quality street from the tin? Uh, Tony. Oh, it must be Tony Esmond. Come on, guys, you know, I haven't had chocolate all year. Fucking nice.
1: Really? I'm racing. No, I was on a diet, I know, I'm on oh, a yeah. thing. Yeah. It. Fucking, yeah. I'm desperate for some chocolate. We're... I'm hoping you probably, you two are probably buy me something won't we, when we meet next week. Yeah. If
2: you want chocolate, I'll buy you a chocolate, Tony. That's, oh, nice. that's what nice. you're angling for. What's happening? Yeah, no problem.
0: What's happening? What just happened? Did he just catfish you into getting chocolate or something, Dad? Anyway, yeah, uh, easy, welcome... easy job.
1: Welcome. To the show. <laughs> I didn't catfish <laughs> you getting chocolate. I just catfished
0: him.
2: Your, <laughs> <laughs> your uh, Angela I've been speaking to on Facebook. Yeah. Oh. Hello, darling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ! We you did cyber let... on Monday. You don't... (laughs) We've been sexting all day. Welcome to the show, everyone. Would you... I mean, you won't believe... We were supposed
2: to keep it a little bit highbrow. No, look, look.
0: Our our listeners and uh, our lovely guests know what this is like. I can't control these maniacs. But we do have a fantastic show for you this week. um, Because... The year is rolling on as we're speak, speaking in the year of our Lord 2022. Um, it's the 20th of November. Um, a lot of stores have their Christmas decorations up, including one store we're going to be talking about very soon. Yeah. Um, so, what do you get the the comic fan in your life, or the people that have not yet read comics, but maybe, you know? You can we want get to get a, into it. Get get them a gift and get them into it. We we'll a little a challenge. challenge. We we'll do a challenge yeah. in a bit.
2: Yeah. I tell you a comic story. I walked into uh Tes Sainsbury's early in the morning, it's about eight o'clock in the morning. I had to pick up something. And there was like a workman there wearing like the high of his vest. And you know, because it's Christmas, they've got like those kind of cardboard stands out with the annuals. He was stood there reading a beano. <laughs> I was like good on you mate if you're enjoying it fair play go it. man yeah I've yeah, walked past him went to get what I get come back on this later and he's still there reading it so I was like
1: well, I'm looking forward to adding to my hardback collection because you always get a copy of Viz don't you yeah I always get a Viz yeah.
2: yeah I boost up the sales number of Viz by two units plus yeah. <laughs> yeah. that'll be yeah, my fifth way. one in a row of you yeah. there you go can't beat that yeah. I can't break that run I
0: know I know I'm excited Um and we'll be buying more comics soon but you'll find out why um soon enough um, but where do we get our pocket money? Well, it's from our lovely sponsors. That's they—they they keep us in the Lamborghinis, and the uh, drinks with umbrellas. Yes, it's Comic House. They—they are the sponsor of the show, indie comic mar- marketplace that loves indie comics as much as we do. <laughs>
3: As much as we, uh, uh, they uh, not uh, nice. But, Nobody uh, likes we. No,
0: but the thing is, when I said it as much as we, that sounded quite literate. I thought, hmm. I, you know, it just made a bit of sense, a little bit. Eighteenth-century
1: poetry or uh, talking about you. I tell you what. Was that I, it I, I tell what.
0: Wasn't it? I'm going to try and do one show as an eighteenth-century poet. No, of course I'm not. Don't do that. No, but I can But I can <laughs> dress as that one. That'd be fine. I can. I dress as one every week, and you know that. You
1: wear. A, I'm the one who wears a headband, don't I? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Do you, yeah. Send every picture of your headband, and as I was about to put it, Vince said you look like Solid Snake. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He does. Yeah, Yeah. In a good way. Yeah,
1: Yeah, in a a, a makes you engorged kind of way. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I mean, Solid Snake is a super spy, but he probably loves comics as well, so if he goes to ComicHouse.com, he he can see there's a huge selection of titles on the Comic House database. Mm. If you out there self-publish, you can list your book on there and add to the database as well. They also have an app. It's basically like Netflix for comics, only £3 a month. You get access to tons of comics, and what's on there at the moment, Dan?
2: There's reams of stuff. We've got Caspian Porter, uh, Volume 1, Issue 2, Submit or Die, Volume 1, Issue 1, Cinnabore, Issue 1, Space Crash Issue 4. We've got the original Drawn and drawn Under the invents, Volume 1. E! Yeah, go. Go,
1: go look at that because it raises money.
2: And uh, call back, this is going to be a, a call forward to later in the show. You can read Viper uh, on there too. Yes, Crime Has a New Enemy, the first one uh, is available to read on Comic House, plus a, a whole lot more.
0: Oh. Nice. there you go Vince so um, all of that and more there's a 14 day free trial go to comichouse.com and find out more about it today and thank you to them for supporting the show as always thank you to yeah. you lovely people for listening to us on a weekly basis because um, it helps get their word out about comics and people fighting the good fight for comics whether it be creators, publishers or those the weekly warriors that work in comic book stores and a comic book store that we're big fans of is OK Comics. Mm. We spoke about before. I'm desperate to go there one day. I really, I really do just want to probably just sit on a sofa and make them all uncomfortable with how many books I'm going to re- read. But all the shorts we, you're wearing, I'm not. No, I not shorts. What do you take me for?
1: Squeaking on their leather sofa. I with do your shorts have a, on. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on.
0: I mean, I do have good legs, but that's by the point. Anyway. (laughs) Have you got hairy legs? Hey? Your Uh, legs hairy? That's for you to find out. No, that sounds weird. (laughs) That's a challenge. Write that down, everyone. Okay. All the listeners, that's a challenge. Okay. Don't cut
3: out. Don't cut that out. While
0: I try to uh, (laughs) sort of put them off... <laughs> get them Shady to leave legs. me alone. Um, you <laughs> lovely, you lovely people. I was about to make another joke, but I thought I'm not going to dig myself a deeper, deeper hole right now. Ernie In- Wise. Instead, you lovely people can uh, check out this chat we had with uh, Danny from OK Comics. Okay, then it's uh, it's that time of year where we're starting to think about Christmas and giving gifts already, and if you if you're like one of the hosts of the awesome pod you're thinking about all the brilliant comics you're going to receive cuz we're selfish <laughs> um but as very such, generous we are yeah, very generous yeah, people yeah. yeah yeah but as, as such we well yeah you guys are um but as such <laughs> you know we need we need an expert someone on the front lines of comic shops to mm. talk about this with us so we we roped in a, an old friend and a returning guest an uber fan of the medium, we all love it. it's Danny from OK Comics. Welcome back Thanks. to the show. Thanks for having me again. Good to have you. Show. It was a good reaction
1: yeah. last time, wasn't there? God, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of people were saying they bought stuff off you, but I mean that was sort of more lockdown period, wasn't it back then? You know?
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. How have um how have things been with OK Comics in the time since? Because obviously, um, you've got the online shop and that's still moving, but but now, as we know. Streets and shops um, sometimes just seem like they're back to normal kind of thing.
1: The um, online shop was your baby, is that right, Daniel? That's your, yeah, You sort of redesigned yeah. it, did not you, I think, yeah.
4: Yeah, it's my baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Slightly controlling over it.
1: <laughs> That's a good site,
0: though. It is a good site. I bought quite a few things off there now.
4: Well, glad yeah, to hear good. it. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so how's it all going with OK Comics at the moment?
4: It's, it's going all right. Um, things that's still not normal, I would say. We still do, like, the majority of our in store customers are still mail order customers. So we're missing the kind of Wednesday Warriors that we'd usually have in store.
3: Right.
4: So it is like, it's it's harder work to make a sale because you, you have to put a lot more effort into it because yeah. you can't just have a conversation with someone. And something that takes five minutes in the store can take three days over the emails and stuff like that. But it's ah. doing okay.
0: Yeah.
1: So the people who are coming in every Wednesday and buying like their pull lists and, you know, or coming in the days after it, I suppose, have they they're sort of a little still a little shy, or do you think they've just sort of fallen into the routine of getting it through the post, do you think, or
4: I imagine it's probably a little bit of both. I imagine yeah. people are still quite wary of, of COVID and going into Leeds City Center, which can be quite busy at times. It is quite daunting. But I do think that people it is a convenience for people as well because a lot of the people that get stuff on a wednesday get it sent 24 so they get it the next day anyway so we're trying to provide a service that's as quick and painless as possible for people
1: that's great yeah Yeah, i suppose what you're missing out there is the impulse buy because i have a pull list um at gosh and i'll go in and collect it um nearly always but i also do the old impulse buy off the shelf as well while i'm there you know
4: yeah, and you get talking to people like there's there's people mm. that have had a pull list there long before I started there, so I've got like six years of knowledge of these people, so I can just have a conversation and I know based on their pull list yeah. what they're gonna like that they won't necessarily see if they're not coming in,
0: mm.
4: yeah. which is why we why we do the newsletter and stuff like that as well. Well,
0: you yeah, you guys do so much legwork, mm. like whether yeah. it be like the newsletters or like say the website. Um, social media and stuff. That's one of the things that I, uh, has most impressed me. Just a, about the the OK Comics crew because obviously I'm not. It's not my local shop. I haven't, I haven't no. been there yet. But I desperately want to now. But it's just the you know recommendations, the variety of recommendations, and and, and the way you go about it. It's really impressive. I, I think. Um. And and it's it's really it's,
1: diverse. I think. Yeah. You, you're getting everyone in. You know that's the thing is there's so many different kinds of and areas of comics now on there as well you mm. know yep.
4: yeah there really is the a comic out there for everyone and we try and use that in the shop as much as possible we we stock something for everybody and our best of the year table which we put out maybe October November every year kind of mm-hmm. reflects the diversity of stock that we get through the year and what we think is the best but also what customers have really responded well to so a lot of the time, the customers have a lot of, of say in what goes into like our top tens, best of the years. It's just what people respond well to. Mm.
1: That's yeah. really important, I think, because we 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 often hear about you know the sort of snobbishness in some areas of comics, but you know people are still buying Spider Man and Batman, aren't they? You know, yeah, mm. yeah, So yeah, that's important to keep yeah. pushing that as well. Yeah, I mean, have you have you noticed any sort of changes in relation to the way people choose their stuff? I mean, I'm guessing. I'm guessing manga's exploded for you guys as well, is it? Or
4: it, it definitely has. Yeah. Over the past well, definitely in twenty twenty we saw a massive increase. But I think that at the time a lot of manga like anime shows were being put on Netflix and on the yeah. time. So people were stuck at home, teenagers especially, were just watching it in its entirety mm. and then going out and getting the source material.
2: Yeah, but I think we spoke of... to you at the time and I was struggling to get hold of a Demon Slayer book. Because when someone was yeah. really into it and that they put that on Netflix and everyone went nuts for it.
4: Yeah. yeah. It, it's still really difficult to get manga. I think they're maybe eighteen months behind on printing, which is wow. oh, is wow. totally understandable given what has happened in the past three years. But yeah, the the demand is not kind of met by the stock at the moment, which is unfortunate, but it is something that's slowly improving.
1: Mm. i'm guessing that's good for new customers new footfall in the shop as well as it manga are you yeah. are you converting that to other areas of comics or
3: you know
4: we try and we try and stock as much manga as we can and we have noticed that a lot of people kind of come in and based on our recommendation we'll pick up something else that the mm. new manga series called kaiju number eight
3: yeah, we oh, love that yeah. Series. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
4: We've massively got behind that in the shop. Joe, another one of my colleagues at the shop, he's he's massively into anything kaiju, so he's been the spearheaded seller of that. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's gone down so well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I look I've got two questions um for you right now. Um, because obviously it's that time of year when people are thinking about getting gifts for people and there's sales coming up and we'll talk about what Black Friday is like for shops as well, um, because I think that's quite an interesting thing. Um, But firstly, are your Christmas decorations up in the shop?
3: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When did they go up?
4: They go up in October.
0: When I I walk into a supermarket and I see all that Christmas chocolate, I just think, I I think there's, there's no problem with it. I think it just reminds me that Christmas is almost here and I'm I'm completely unprepared for it yeah yeah. Um, do you have a Christmas music selection or 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 is that where it stops
4: we do but we only play that like in the run up to Christmas yeah
0: very
1: wise some of those songs you don't want to hear more than once do you yeah (laughs) there's
4: there's only so many times you can listen to I want a hippopotamus for Christmas (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my, my second question I know I asked about five questions then, but um, and my second one is what for a comic book shop, what is the Christmas period like? Because obviously, you go anyone does any Christmas shopping, you go into any video game store, any clothes store, you just go into any store right now, and there's people everywhere. Um, but what is the atmosphere like in a comic book shop for Christmas?
4: Well, it's, it's an ever changing climate at the minute. It's, mm. it's hard to gauge. In the past, the shop has been rammed with Christmas shoppers, and it's wow. a lo- lovely, lovely atmosphere, and it's so much fun. But I guess with the cost-of-living crisis and everything at the moment, yeah. people, people just can't afford Christmas this year, which is it's unfortunate but understandable. Yeah. So we wow. are still kind of in a lull. We're, we're kind of waiting for that Christmas rush to start we've had a few christmas shoppers in but we've not seen the bulk of it yet maybe it'll come in december
0: there, there'll be less people buying those 60 pound hardcover omnibuses of something and maybe 60 quid that'd be lucky <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well it depends on the omnibus it does <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting at least an artist edition from both of you this christmas i'll be honest with you <laughs> <Yeah.
4: coughs> <laughs> <laughs> maybe the winterman one
1: <laughs> oh what's that like
4: it's beautiful.
1: Oh yeah, it looked amazing. Yeah. yeah,
4: it doesn't get much better than that, I don't think. I think you're right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. I've seen that's out now and everything, isn't it? I think.
4: Yeah, I think so. I... We um, we backed it on Zook, so we we got a retailer reward for it, and oh, cool. we all managed to get one. But it is probably one of my books of the year.
3: Yeah, oh, I fantastic. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. so
2: I I had a friend of mine, uh, Lee, he went to a comic shop and he said like, he's kind of into that stuff, but not. But he said he felt quite sort of out of place and alien to the, to the environment. And I, I've, I can say I've been into comic shops myself and thought, oh God, I don't belong here. But I've read comics all my life. It's kind of, uh, how do you go about welcoming people into the shop and make sure they don't get that?
1: You, did you go old school Daniel and just sort of even when you, they ask you a question you just point at something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what that's what comic shops were like yeah. in the 70s and 80s, weren't they? You just so, go in and they sort of grunt at you. <laughs> you know.
4: I mean, you might catch the odd day where we grunt at you, but mostly time... <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: It d- it depends on how bad the delivery was that weekend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But
3: um
4: for the most part we we try and treat everybody as an equal they, they're coming in whether they know anything about comics or yep. they're, they're coming in to buy something and they're totally out of the depth everybody gets the same level of care and conversation and a lot of it is listening as well we, we try and use the kind of counselor mentality and where the, the the customer does all the talking we're just there to listen yeah that's the best way that we're ever going to gauge what they need and that's yeah. the best way that we can provide the service
1: yeah, that's good, actually, because I think of all the shops in the world, the, I think comic shops and record shops have got sort of terrible reputations, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. just to sort of know it all, people
0: behind the counter, you know. <laughs> Do you I mean? Yeah. Obviously you lost, like, mate. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> and also some comic book shops don't help by being, let's face it, some of them are fairly dark and dingy um, yeah. and everything's sort of tucked away. Do you think that's, you know, and OK Comics is, is a lighter space, isn't it?
4: Well, it, it, it is a lighter space, but it is a small space, and it is right. a constant game of Tetris to fit yeah. all yeah. the stockings. Yeah. Is, is and not look like a
1: hoarder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: And it's also a quite old Victorian building as well, so it is the Bermuda Triangle of Signal. But it is it is such a lovely, homely shop that we try and make as inviting as possible, which is why we've got like the sofa on the second floor. We, we have people that just sit there and read sometimes cool. and that's totally fine it's just nice to have that really nice relaxed atmosphere
3: yeah
1: that's great now you mentioned a second ago you got books for the year is that is that a thing that all the staff do do you have like a written list of your books yeah. of the year have you have you released that yet or is that is that in waiting is that still being prepared
4: i think it's still being prepared we usually like to wait until december to okay. release the final the final top 10 of the year but we do do top 10s throughout the year as well so we'll have like a midway point top 10 of everything that's come out in the first six months or if there's Um, if there's events like canada day we usually get behind and okay likes to do a a top 10 canadian creator or canadian story uh, okay so we try we try and do various top 10s that would kind of meet the needs of different people
1: yeah now any any that i don't want to mess up with our little we've got a challenge later haven't we we've got a yes, bit of a challenge. yes 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 but it's um <clears throat> ignoring the ones that we might have prepared for that one is there anything that you've just like it's just blown your socks off this year danielle
4: there's a few things that blew my socks off this year catwoman um, Catwoman lonely city by cliff Chiang. oh
1: so good it yeah is, i was chatting to Dan, uh, johnny cannon about that earlier and it's such a good book in it
4: it's yeah. just one of the few things that's made me laugh and cry within panels it's it's fantastic and then um Obviously, I've got a push Peach Fuzz by Anna Reidman.
1: Yeah, more about that later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, dear listener, but you'll hear about that one, which is a, cl- a cracking book. Yeah, actually, cracker.
4: And also, yeah. Many Deaths of Layla Starr by Ram Oh,
1: yeah. That was a bit of an award styling, wasn't it, this year as well? It
4: was. It's one of yeah. the most original books I've read this year. And then our biggest seller, which sells more copies than Batman, would be *Nice House on the Lake* by James Tinian. Oh wow!
3: that's,
0: that, that's a series I really want to start reading. Actually, yeah, it's
3: fantastic.
0: And I will say, um, they say never judge a book by its cover, but whenever I see the covers of that book, I'm like, oh, I really need to read that. It, but yeah. but I kind of like like all great horror movies and stuff like that. I want to go in cold. I don't want to. I don't want to read anything. Yeah, about you it. do.
1: I'm I'm about 3 issues in I need to sort of catch up on it but it's a bit like department of truth isn't it there's yeah. a there's a concept behind it that you can't really talk too much about yeah. you know I don't see this
2: completely spoil it
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 I I'm so far I've managed to avoid I'm trying to avoid things which is interesting because in uh, like the character design and spin-offs and stuff something is killing the children yeah. because like i mean I'm fascinated by it and I want to start it so I'm trying to avoid because I know there's a character who's got quite a the, the likeness which is like lots of fan art and there's spin-offs and stuff and yeah. I'm trying to avoid all that because I just want to read it from the beginning that's what I think I think you need to do with a lot of these sort of new titles isn't it? That's, there's a hardback of it though coming at least isn't there I think of that? There, there
4: yeah. is a hardback of the first three yeah. volumes out mm. already
1: oh. oh cool So would do you put that down to that being more popular than Batman which is kind of the world's biggest comic at the moment isn't it outside of manga I'm going to say mm. um, Yeah why, why Why? so? Why do you think that's more popular?
4: I don't, I can't speak for every comic retailer, but we massively got behind it. We were reading Department of Truth at the time anyway, so we were yeah. already big fans of what James is doing.
1: Yeah, um, and mine's killing on that book as well. Yeah, so yeah.
3: yeah, he's
4: fantastic. And some of the Amazing. guest illustrators that they've had, like John Pearson.
1: Oh, so good. Oh, my God. Absolutely stellar. Yeah.
4: But the... Um, yeah. We, we really got behind Nice House on the Lake, and the DC Black Label stuff does really well for us. As I said, Catwoman, Lonely City, but also The Human Target by Tom King. Yeah. Because they're not traditional superhero comics, they kind of bridge the gap between two superhero fans and fans of other stuff. Mm, yeah. So we've got people that read Batman for its gritty detective stuff that probably also read stuff like Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips crime noir stuff mm. so yeah human target always ticks those boxes
0: but and greg smallwood i love greg smallwood's work yeah but, you know, it's beautiful that, stuff just, isn't it that that color and the design to it is certainly the guinness it, style it, it yeah. pops doesn't it so people immediately were like oh what's that So almost like someone's made a spy novel out of a mad men book do you know what I mean Is that kind yeah. of work. what's this yeah
1: like out of um, an old 60s spy movie poster yeah. yes isn't it you know mm. yeah. so i mean is that a case getting behind that is that a case of you knowing your customer base And I'm guessing because Leeds is kind of a uni town, is it a sort of slightly more student-y than you would maybe get somewhere else? Or Um,
4: Sometimes. We do have a few students that keep pull lists, but the majority of our pull list guys have been with us for a really long time. So as I I said earlier, it it is a case of knowing your customer base. And Mm. whenever there's something new that's coming out that I kind of look at the lists and think, oh, my God, these guys are going to love this. I'll email everybody.
1: Okay. Just nice. to let them know if yeah. they're not
4: going to be in the shop that this thing is coming and it's going to knock their socks off.
1: I mean, will you put stuff in people's – I get this with, gosh, gosh, we'll just put stuff in there because they know what I'm interested in.
4: Yeah, and we do, you know, we do yeah. that as well.
1: Yeah. Not everyone will take it. You know, I don't always take everything. Um, yeah. But I do, it's worth a discussion with me. I said, oh, is this for me? And they go, oh, yeah, we thought you might like that because you, you buy these books as well, you know, you like that creator. You know, yeah. You've got to pay attention, haven't you?
4: Yeah, we, we tend to do that as well, but obviously there's there's never any obligation to take what we put aside for you. It's just more of a, we want to make sure that the people who might like this gets it because yeah. ordering is so tight at the minute. We we might get like 80% for standing orders, and then 20% that goes on the shelf, sometimes even less than that, unless yeah. it's like a first or second issue. So we, we do like to order pretty heavy on the first one and make sure that everybody that could be interested gets to see what it looks like.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's something I'm seeing more and more in, in London comic shops is the fact that if you haven't got it in your pull list, if you don't pre-order it, the chances are you might not find it on the shelf. I yeah. did that with the recent Tarzan book. I forgot to pre-order it. And it was like the, there was only one left on the shelf when I got there on the Thursday, oh. you know.
3: Oh, but um,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think you really need to pre-order these
0: days. I mean, supply and demand over the past couple of years has been sort of crazy, isn't it? Especially with, like, you know, paper Paper, as paper well. shortages. Yeah. Um, and I know um, on your like, newsletter, you, like, you got some backer boards. Um, yeah, yeah. What I they, didn't realise card was shortage. Y- yeah. 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 yeah, there's a yeah. worldwide card shortage.
4: It's, it's insane. Getting anything like um, any kind of, like, comic book merchandise, like bags and boards because of plastic and paper and cardboard shortages, it's just taken us years to get stock back in wow and we've had a lot of people like saying when are you getting this when are you getting this and we just don't know and so we make a big deal out of it when it comes
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i know i was speaking to alex from strange apparitions and he was saying he couldn't get um silver age bags for love nor money for months yeah. 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 yeah yeah yeah
0: i think it's something that um you know I- now, away from the shop the customer also needs to bear in mind you know the responsibility of like these things are difficult and there, there mm. are shortages you know so and i think it i think it's fascinating it says a lot about the, the customers that they want these back aboard you know that, that they want to keep all these books in mint condition etc um yeah but if a shop doesn't have them then you know just be patient and support them and, Maybe get I, I think the, like get knowing when the, when yeah. the
1: pre-order pre-order cutoff date yeah. is important as well I think these yeah. days as well because you're going to miss it and I know a lot of creators, I know Mark Miller's especially good at this is saying you know the the, the pre-order cut-off date is this weekend mm. yeah. for these books you know I think you need to think about that don't you
3: yeah yeah
4: for a lot of titles we we start our initial order 3 months in advance so we'll put down what we think is going to happen we're going to get and then right. the, towards the time when it's going to be released, we get what's called a final order cut off. So we can judge based on the interest that we've had in the three months leading up to this final order yeah. cut off whether to increase the order or not or to decrease the order. Mm. So it, it is really crucial for us to know in advance what people want and what they mm. what they need. You just so, don't need
1: that dead stock for yeah. you sitting there. Yeah. That's no. the thing. Yeah.
4: Unfortunately, yeah, a lot of the stuff that goes on the shelf can become dead stock, which yeah. is Unfortunate because a lot of the stuff that's on the shelf is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But once it's got past the first, second issue, it's difficult to sell a series because people want the first and second
3: issue of the series.
0: Is it easier to um because there's a lot more sort of OGNs floating about now, especially like over the past five years, an awful lot, especially with the rise of independent publishers, etc. But like you say, with your pre-ordering and trying to figure out, you're you're guessing the weather aren't you, essentially, um, way in yeah. advance. How do you go about figuring out, well, that's the book that we need, we need to get a, quite a few copies of? Because it is untested. It's it's not a Batman book. It's not an X-Men book or something like that. How do you go about finding out more about these potential titles like that?
4: Well, I, I always... Every time we get a previous catalogue, I spend a couple of hours going through it and looking at what I think needs to go on the website. So as soon as I've gone through that catalog, I will then upload all those things to, as a pre-order on the website. So we do gauge a right. lot of that kind of stock on how right. many pre-orders we get. Yeah. So we'll, we'll order maybe a couple more than what we actually need, but sometimes it it is quite difficult to gauge and we do, there are, there are specific titles that we, we get behind whether we know it's going to be popular or not, like um, Yellow Cab by um, Chibute, which came out maybe. Oh, last right. Year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Love Chibute. Yeah. Yeah. Park Bench is an amazing book.
4: Yeah. Oh, wow. We are yeah, yeah. really, really big fans. So we knew as soon as we saw that he was doing another book that we wanted to get behind it and do a book plate. And it's, it's about a taxi driver. So it's not something that could necessarily be super popular as a comic. Yeah. But it did really well because we, we pushed it and we did an exclusive for it
1: yeah he did that Moby Dick book he's an incredible creator absolutely amazing and once people realize that I think a lot of this stuff is personality driven isn't it creator driven sometimes you think
2: yeah yeah so we reckon kind of when people realize it'll (laughs) pop off a bit more yeah, yeah, and they realise okay. the quality
1: of it. Yeah, I think like, like we we're always pushing someone like Enrico Marini or something like that from Europe. Hmm. And I think there's a lot of European crates that people just don't know about. But if they realised, if they looked at it, they go oh my god wow that's just incredible
0: <laughs> that's yeah. that, that's yeah. normally the reaction as well isn't it when you discover some of these yeah. european artists you're like oh my god and this is just a standard like comic book s- story do you know what i mean it's all like yeah. this looks like th- this would have taken someone else like five years to make yeah like you know black
1: black sad oh.
0: i've never met anyone who hasn't read black sad and god
1: I, what was i missing all these years it yeah it's yeah. pretty
4: unbeatable
1: really yeah so much yeah, yeah 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 and um, what about some other books there you got danielle anything else that sort of you've really enjoyed over the last year
4: um over the last year i for me one of my personal favorites was boot black and i just need to let me just find out what the name of the creator was I oh, okay just it's gone totally out of my
1: head i mean do you do you find that what you enjoy you know you almost have to be the tastemaker for the shop or all of you do don't you really so if you enjoy it, does that that must stick it a couple of notches up the ladder, in relation to what gets pushed? Do you think?
4: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, I think I, that's good.
4: It is it, when you really appreciate something, I think you can better articulate that to someone else, and yeah, you see yeah. your enthusiasm for it kind of shining through as you sell it. So I think that can also be like a driving factor. When,
1: yeah, and I think there's we the, people who work in comic shops are definitely people who are spoken about by by comic fans. So the main people in Gosh are known, the main people used to be in Orbital are known, the main people in OK comics are known, you know. And people will say, Oh well Danielle says that's a good book. And oh right, okay. You know, it's it's you've got to be that personality, I think, to a certain extent, you know?
4: Yeah. It kind of shocks me that people actually take what I say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and me,
0: Danielle. I'll get the same. Yeah, yeah.
4: Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I think I'm just spewing rubbish, but sometimes
3: it works. <laughs> but, but, uh, no, but, but I think... That's I all think, we do. Yeah, I think yeah. what
0: you do so well is uh, you, you back it up because you, like, you'll like you say something. And I, I've spoken uh, on recent shows about the book uh, Callie that I picked up. And I didn't know this book yeah. exists until you mentioned it online. And I saw it and I thought, I need to find out more about this. And... But it wasn't just. And there's
1: so much out there. There's so much out yeah. there that we don't know about. I mean, we yeah. talk about comics every single day, all day, and there's stuff that we're missing.
2: Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, you get, especially small press stuff that comes along. You think, well, where the hell did this come from? Where was <laughs> yeah, this hiding? Yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: And they're winning awards, and I'm going, I'm not yeah. over this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. There's, like... there's always something that someone's going to miss, and mm. it's yeah. important that people push it.
0: I like that, though. For me, it's the excitement of discovering something new rather than. You know, i
1: it. Also gives us the credit of like it's like the you like talking about an you know, I like them before really they were obscure. popular.
2: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah a really <laughs> obscure
1: band. Before oh, they sold out. Uh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like Ram V's early stuff. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? You were looking up a book there, Daniel, yeah. you were saying but Boot Black, was
4: it? Yeah, Boot Black by a creator called Mikhail. he did a book a couple of years ago called giant and
0: oh no yeah i've heard about that yeah
4: that was beautiful but boot black just blew me away when i read it absolutely like um chibute it's just absolutely masterfully drawn and it sucks you in because it's it's so beautiful
1: yeah oh that's great
0: I've um, we got our best
1: stuff coming up as well haven't this year so we we're sort of having to think what are going to be our best stuff this year aren't we
0: yeah yeah this, I knew it as soon as you mentioned it. The um, the cover for the covers for these I want as huge A two prints on my wall um, because Giant for me is one of my fa- the cover of that is one of my favorite bits of artwork in probably the, the past ten years. I can yeah. I haven't got the book yet. I, I need to. I obviously as Danny says I need to. I need to get these. And Boot Black is the second one. Is that true? Is it? A oh, of
1: course I know this one. Yeah. yeah. The, I think it's um, I think, the
4: same universe, but I think yeah. it's different characters.
1: Yeah. Euro, Euro comics were well behind this. They so were doing a sort of um, yeah. Ashcan version of it at one point, weren't they? Yeah. That's yeah. right. And
0: Yeah, yeah and the, the cover of Giant is um, one of those sort of workmen on a girder when they're building sort of yeah. New York, that kind of thing, and they're high up. And it's just, oh, God, I'm just looking at it now. I just Googled it and I'm... Yeah, I'm looking at it as well, again. Man. It's great. But Boot Black's a sort of... It seems to be the... What I like about it is giant is you're all the way up in the clouds, boot black is you're on the ground.
4: Yeah, you're down in the dirt in boot black.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Irina was going on about this great when she came on, do you remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh right, I need to all right, that's on my list. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, it's, dang- um, it's dangerous talking to Danny because I oh, end up spending Any lots of money.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I spent like I spent like one hundred and eighty quid last time you were on it. A, 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 a Danny. <laughs> 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 oh, <sorry>. that's <laughs> so, right. <laughs> <laughs> should we um Should we take a break and do our challenge? What do you think, guys? Should we come back? to yeah. some questions? Yes.
0: Yes. And then yeah. we'll then we'll uh, touch upon. Yeah. Just speaking about like what sort of things you should get for people. We put together a little challenge um because <laughs> um <laughs> what do you get someone as a gift well that all depends on the individual and yeah. uh tony esmond decided to set us a little bit of homework
1: <laughs> yeah this is good Nick. so last time we basically what we did we did this last time when daniel was on with so we we made i made up a series of customers um and um you had to choose choose a book for them now, the, we've, there's a slight twist on it this year on the grounds that there's a lot of new people going into comic shops. So, these are all people who've never really bought a comic before. Not really. Maybe not for decades. Mm. So, um, I sent you each your um, your person. And first up, because well, she's the expert in the room, Danielle, um, are you ready, Danielle?
3: I
2: am,
1: yeah. Good. I mean, for the listeners, you've had you've had a little taste of this already, I, so. I, I
0: just I just want to say she's the most confident out of all of us.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> are
2: you going to read out the? Uh, yeah. I read
1: thing? them okay, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, Colin. This is not Colin who I work with in any way at all. Um, Colin <laughs> is a man who is sixty years old. He has no knowledge of comics other than possibly some fabulous Freak Brothers that he read in his twenties. I'm not saying that Colin took psychedelics in any way. Um, he likes to buy his niece Jessica something every Christmas that makes him look like a cool uncle. She is 22 years old and works at a primary school as a primary school teacher. She's read some online manga and told her uncle that she thinks it's fun and cute. He's come up with the idea to get some physical comics. Um, You delve a little bit deeper and discover that Jessica still lives at home. She works hard, doesn't have much of a social life, but is an art teacher and draws in her spare time too. Colin. uses the phrase she likes magical animal people and stuff like that. I think I put the word stuff in rather than the swear word he probably would have used. <laughs> so um uh, what would you recommend him, Danielle? What would you sort of show him, hand him, how would you do it?
4: So there's there's three things that come to mind cool. based on different elements of what you what Colin wants for his for his niece. Based on the magical fairy magical kind of creatures and magical worlds, I would recommend I hate Fairyland. Paul by Spadio, mm. which,
1: Very coolly drawn as well, isn't it?
4: it's fun it is one of the funniest comics i've ever met so it, it'll tick that box if she's feeling a little bit lonely because she's on her own a lot it'll yeah. it'll make her laugh it'll cheer her up and it's also it's a dark comedy so it's it's not always something you should be laughing at
1: it's a bit cheeky in it as well it is yeah. it's yeah.
4: about a a woman called gert who's trapped in a six year old's body in fairyland and she hates it she just wants to get home it's a disney-esque nightmare and it's just so much fun mm.
3: <laughs>
4: and then i would also recommend saga by brian k Vaughan and the yeah. staples
1: i know a- that's just been that's just you put that just on your website haven't you? it's on the mailer today because there's yeah. and finally you've got a new tray down here
4: yeah it's been on hiatus for about four years and we finally got a new book it is a a really beautifully told family story set in space it kind of has like Romeo and Juliet vibes to it. And it it's all told from the point of view of the t- two kind of lovers' child called Hazel. And it's yeah. just full of diverse, funny, sweet, clever, and sometimes harrowing characters.
1: Yeah, it's quite edgy at points, isn't
4: it? Yeah, but it's, it's also got so much heart to it, which just yeah. makes it one of the best comics that you'll ever read. And then to tick the manga box, I was thinking Nausicaa by okay. Hayao Miyazaki also takes the kind of magical world with magical creatures but it's just beautifully illustrated and has such immense world building that I think it would be great for anyone to dive into
1: yeah good shout I can I pipe a couple in absolutely oh, Sandman I think Sandman would be a great one um for you know is it it's one of those for a lot of us it's been a sort of coming of age book isn't it you know yeah. a great thing to discover early and with it being on netflix maybe it's kind of the
0: coolness as well at the moment yeah yeah it's a double-edged sword the sandman i think um because I, I i agree i firstly i do agree with you and all that yeah it's also it's a dense read it's a difficult read it's an old school read isn't it yeah when, when you open it, mate, it up it's sort of like oh you know, there's quite a. Yeah. It, it, it takes a while you, to you are get, get immediately, going it, Yeah. In a comic straight away. Yeah yeah, cool. comic. yeah. yeah. What
1: about death, high cost of living, then? That might be a good one. Mm-hmm.
4: I think that would translate better to a younger audience.
1: Yeah. I think you're right, Ashley. Yeah. And the other one is just me being an old bloke and just having read it again recently and just at, I, was, I was ranting at these two about it yesterday, Danielle, is um Fables, yeah. which is back so strong. Oh, so good.
4: Yeah, I imagine we'll see a trade for that, the new new volume very soon.
1: Yeah, so I think it's a 12-issue story, but I, I imagine they'll stick into two six-issue trades, I'm guessing. Hopefully, you know.
4: that would be yeah.
1: good. Yeah, yeah, it's a lovely, lovely story. Have you been reading it at all? Or?
4: I haven't, no. I'm I'm a little bit behind on my reading, unfortunately, but yeah, okay. certainly yeah. trying to catch up. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I know, there's a big pile of comics next to me. <laughs> but the, the thing is with it, is it – so uh, Fables – what it used to be og fables finished at 150 but rather than rebooting it and restarting it they went to 151 immediately which i'm not from a sort of sales publicity point of view i'm not actually completely certain but it hits the ground running it's it's a masterclass in writing and the art by buckingham is just incredible oh my god yeah just really good yeah what about you guys anything you you guys would suggest for um colin
0: oh god oh, god i'm so, oh, oh, it's hard, hard to suggest isn't it really um because
1: i know you read um you
2: talked about saga was it last week i did I? Yeah, yeah i was talking about yeah. saga last week that, that I, meaning that might be a good shout i think uh, the ver- yeah. i
0: think I think the vertigo tips uh you know that style of storytelling is a good way to go i think yeah and, and i think like saga feels almost like a vertigo book that wasn't it's not just about
1: them. blokes punching each yeah. other either do you know what i mean a lot yeah. of the time yeah like a lot of comics is yeah um Okay. Right, cool Vincenzo. One for you. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> you ready?
0: <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> this this may just be a stream of consciousness, so let's let's have it.
1: Nora is a German lady. She's around thirty years old and's moved to the UK and works for a university. Other than work, she has a wide range of hobbies that include playing guitar and drums. She loves football and table tennis. She's heard about comics, has never read any before, but and fancies giving it a go. A weird dude at her office. This clearly is me. Keeps telling her how great they are, and many are written for adults. She is rather sceptical, even though, otherwise she never believes anything I say, but is prepared to dip her toe in. What mm. do you recommend
0: to her? See, with this, obviously, um, there's several different sort of uh, books that I so lined up for this. Yeah. Um, clearly, clearly, an active person, but a creative person who en- who enjoys creativity. Um, yeah. But you also there's the sceptical nature of things. So, for instance a Sandman is a poor choice because as I just said, you open it up, you see comment, you see speech balloons, you see, you know, so sometimes that can, much as we love it, and obviously listeners, you love it as much as we do, but sometimes a, a heavy page of speech balloons can put off the other people in the world, you know, the Joe public. Um, however, firstly, I, w- I would probably start I'm going, to, I'm going to stick more with comics a little bit to begin with, and that's focus on like the music. Maybe maybe find some musical gravi- graphic novels like Love and Rockets. You oh know, yeah, just... L. R. Okay. It gets a bit saucy yeah. though,
1: L. R, doesn't yeah. it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. almost the sort of thing. I think Love and Rockets is always one of those ones. I'm I'm always careful about who I recommend to it, but it's it's a brilliant. It's probably one of the best comics ever, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. But yeah, but it gets it goes off on some quite nude rants <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, occasionally. Yeah. 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 But does it? I guess it, is, it, is that. But does it do oh. that from the beginning? No, no, not immediately. No, it gets a little bit saucy, but yeah,
2: Later are on Ben's when. Well, yes, if you we kind do. of like project, well, if you're telling people this is good and. They don't like it, or it's kind of a reflection on you what you're recommending. Yeah. So yeah, oh, you I wouldn't you recommend be it. Be careful, yeah.
1: prison pit. I wouldn't give her a prison no, pit. No, well. it's, <laughs> it's more <laughs> like
0: a, you know. I think you, you you might like this. Um, and another sort of like there's other musical books. That, um, the one that always stuck out in my uh, mind. Johnny Cash
1: book that came out yeah. last
0: year, or a couple of years ago. That's the, great. That one that came out a few years ago. Um, is it Fifth Beatle? The Brian Epstein. Oh yeah. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That always stuck out to me. Something you know, if you can find, someone's musical taste there's probably a graphic novel or something that's been created in that sort of like, you
1: know. Forgive my brain, but there's that Nick Cave graphic novel that came mm. out. God, I'm going to say about eight years ago. Daniel, do you know the one I mean by the German creator? Um,
3: um
4: It's also, it's by the same creator as um, Johnny Cash by yes. Ron Hart
1: That's his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're both really good. I, I actually think that the Nick Cave one's the better of the two. Yeah. And it's too. also Nick Cave's got that kind of coolness about him at the moment, isn't he? You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, um... But away from, like, the musical, I mean, I think it's kind of surprising someone who thinks, like, as soon as you use the word sceptical, and I kept coming back to that when I was thinking about it, it's someone that's like, I know what comics are. It's the panels. It's the Biff Bam Pow. It's they... People's preconceptions yeah. of comics, which is something we're always fighting against whenever we're telling yeah. people, they no, yeah, yeah, should yeah. read this. So, you know, show them some books or some creators which will make them think, hold on, this isn't what I thought you were going to recommend yeah um one of the ones that's always the most striking like something like black dog by dave mckean or or, you know a lot of different dave mckean work because as soon as you see dave mckean work you just think hold on i'm not in kansas anymore this isn't (laughs) what this isn't what i thought that what you signed up for yeah this isn't yeah this is comics is it is this comics
1: Um, uh so he's he's just been announced at portsmouth comic-con isn't he Uh, that's the reason i would go to that he's
0: incredible yeah I
1: love his work so much
0: Um, but also on the flip I would also recommend works that and the two I'm just thinking of now In Waves by AJ Dungo always AJ and Kingdom by John McNaught, because they're they're, that's two books that crosses the boundaries of like what people think this medium is i think and people like the are, fivers in the post Vince, but it is it is very much like that you know you, you see these sort of books and they stick with you they surprise oh, man, you man in
1: waves will break you man yeah. that's the i've never i've never been so emotional over it. have you read in waves Daniel? is it something you i know you're yeah quite, you're oh, lovely and thank you you're a big proponent of um of no brown i know you've recently you put um a book Thieves in, in your, your recommends but mm. in Waves it's incredible. Did you enjoy it or?
4: Yeah we, um, we got pretty heavily behind that the year that it came out. I think it came out in 2019 or 2020. Yeah, yeah.
3: that's right and yeah.
4: it was just beautiful and as you said it's it's a very sad read but it's perfectly paced because it has the kind of non-fiction surf elements yeah. to it as well which makes it a lighter read than what it could be if it was all autobiographical.
0: Mm. Yeah yeah so, yeah. so I think with this customer that I, I've I've picked the route of like, okay, they think comic books. Let's get them addicted. Showing it's think By making the... them think they're in a bookshop. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you, you know, okay. here's the ones that are like, oh, this yes, is we, this yeah. is nice. And then before they before you know it, you know, just say they get into Dave McKean. Before you know it, they're in, they're reading all kinds of things, and it just it branches out from there. <laughs> but you have got to get them with the first couple of books, haven't you? Really, I think. Yeah, I mean, I.
1: I'm, I'm one easy one for me. Now I'm very careful about bear in mind. I, I work at university. I'm very careful of recommending manga because a lot of manga people look at and just look at you weirdly. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to say, yeah. you know, a lot of it's, uh, I don't like this sort of manga. That's, you know, young girls or anything like that. It's not really my scene, but you know, you've got to be careful. You recommend stuff too. But I think there is a manga called ping pong by Taiyo Matsumoto, which is yeah. actually pretty popular. Mm. Um, and, um, yeah, I'd recommend that because it talks about different ping pong moves, you know, table tennis moves and stuff yeah. like that. It's pretty incredible. I
2: think I've seen that in, in Wolfstands, that book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. that's right. Do you stock yeah. that, Daniel?
4: Yeah, we do. We try and um, stock most things by Teo Matsumoto. He's just oh, recently nice. had a new series being released called Number 5.
1: Oh, okay.
4: There's a few volumes of that out so far, but that's mm. kind of a science fiction story.
0: Oh, I okay. see. It's an adaptation of Short Circuit. Yeah, I get you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my page is filling up with things you keep saying
3: All right, good. All right, good yeah um
1: what about you What? anything else from you dan you'd recommend that sort of for nora
2: uh god you're catching me on the hoof here. yeah I, I don't know i'm not really sure uh who, who, what i'd recommend for uh right. like you said kind of i remember uh someone liking him from hell and then then buying the, the the graphic novel of uh, the collection of it and it was like oh my god and it was like you got really be careful you don't give them the wrong thing to kind of completely throw them <laughs> yeah off the rails yeah. do you know what i
1: mean yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean do you do you think that danielle do you think some books you almost have to have a comics language already before you can read them i think from hell's maybe a book like that isn't it mm-hmm. but there's some books that are sort of noob can read easier um maybe. a bit more clean um, line maybe or something like that
4: yeah I I don't know I I try not to kind of pigeonhole people and mm, yeah it make them
2: may
4: maybe make them feel like they're not good at yeah. reading comics yeah like, okay I, I
2: just... yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but it's that classic Watchmen one isn't it like so I want to get into comics and I would not hand someone Watchmen that's the thing so, is it's no.
0: always the one that's like oh yeah <laughs> you, everyone should read Watchmen no everyone should not read Watchmen that sounds like a blasphemous statement now that I've said it out loud but it's the truth I think. It's too much for a lot of people. I know the prose bits are too much for me. Okay, so here's worse. a question
1: for you then, off what you say there, V. Mm. What would be the first Batman book you would give someone? Because I wouldn't give them Dark Knight. Oh,
0: no, no, I, no, I wouldn't give them Dark Knight. Um, oh, interesting. I'm trying to think. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because I'm thinking
2: w- year one. Mine would be year one, straight away. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, w- I definitely won't go anything too, you know. A lot of people that c- people consider to be classics are usually pretty dark. Like, uh, Nightfall's
1: well, a bit of a mess of art yeah, as well, you know. Yeah,
0: I'm do Nightfall. I think, you know. I, I, I think that the Court of Owls arc that start yeah. arc that starts yeah. consistent really well art, consistent art as well Con, yeah. consistent yeah. and I think because they were starting almost from issue what zero don't, weren't they it has to start you're, you're in from the beginning um, I mean I didn't yeah. read, it, read it after about twenty I could take or anything.
2: leave Hush but if I gave yeah. that to someone a sort of Hush you need to know a a certain little, age
0: you, you need to know certain things I think um, I think any book where you know what Batman is is a story. You know, yeah, I Legends I
1: mean, of the Dark Knight is not a bad series because it's all yeah. different miniseries. Yeah. You don't have to go in yeah. with any prime. What about you, Daniel? Is there a Batman one that you, for a new Batman reader, is an easy, easy, maybe long Halloween or something like that? Or
4: I would probably go with something like um, Batman White Knight by Sean go- Gordon Murphy. It's non- oh, okay. non-canonical,
3: yeah.
4: non-canonical, so you don't need to know loads about yeah, it before you go in. Mm. And maybe also, just because I'm a John Paulion fan creature yeah. of the night because it kind of bridges the gap between batman and other fiction
3: yeah
1: because oh. uh, you were saying just to us before we died, before we press record that you were going to give us the the winter men as a present Absolutely <laughs> <not>. <laughs> <laughs> no, i love how immediate
0: and forceful that no one no no this is That's public record. In my
4: coffin with me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that something you stock as well? Is it sort of artist edition, high end. Because I mean, I've got those artist editions aren't cheap, are they? They're mostly over uh, over a hundred, aren't they?
4: Yeah. yeah. It's not something that we stock very often because it is something that is quite niche and high ticket. It's sometimes... a high
0: ticket price, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah,
4: and I guess with the way things are at the minute people can't afford those high ticket price items. Yeah, so yeah. we get a few to kind of see how it goes. Like the really gorgeous Tashin Amazing Spider Man and Fox oh, like yeah. books that they've been releasing. We've had like one or two just to see how it goes. But they don't tend to sell really well even though they're absolutely stunning. It's just
3: also they're a sort of
4: a
1: bookshop book as well. I mean Tashin will put them in you know, it's not you're not the only place to get them almost,
4: I Yeah. That's the oh. beauty of like um, the black label stuff, where you get like direct market variants. Like they're doing a lovely like slipcase, not slipcase, dust jacket edition of Catwoman Lonely City later on in the year, and it's it's nice that we as comic book shops are going to be the only place that can stock that. So Amazon. Oh, okay. Can- can't reap the benefits of that beautiful book quite as
1: much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. That is that's that suits that larger format as well, is not it? He's drawn it yeah. so well for that larger format. I wasn't. A couple of them I've looked at and thought this is just a. They've just made the panel. You know, it's written for a smaller format, but that one's clearly written multiple panels.
3: Yeah. Larger. That, form, yeah.
4: That one and um, Jock's Batman, One Dark Knight and Yeah. Wonder Woman, Dead, Dead Earth by Daniel Warren Johnson. they Yeah. Absolute masterclasses of the medium
1: he's great isn't he yeah he's he's incredible and what a nice dude have you managed to meet him yet I know he's done he did Thought Bubble he's done that hasn't he
4: no I haven't unfortunately I I don't know if I'd be able to go up to him like David uh, with a (laughs) Thought Bubble just this weekend gone and I chickened out I couldn't do it
3: oh no yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, we I, I got me um me me, Falpy and Mr. Cumber got like riotously drunk and ended up like kidnapping him in a bar one night.
3: Daniel Ryan Johnson,
1: <laughs> he was the nicest the nicest dude ever.
4: Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. We've done a book plate with him for Do a Powerbomb, which is I know. Also yeah, I've, got, fantastic. I've,
0: got, I've got my eye on that. I
1: saw
3: yeah, that yeah, I, I
0: saw that on the website and I was like,
4: Ooh
1: <laughs> oh, Is
0: yeah. a trade the trade out for that already? Is it
1: is it
4: is It'll be out soon. Right. I think we're on like issue four or issue five yeah. at the moment. It's
1: yeah, probably what I thought. maybe a month or two away. Mm. Ah, nice. Oh, cool. Right. Moving on to Dan's, the D-Man's. Um, yes. Last one. Last one for you. So, Barry Cheeseman is a man in his early 20s. He loves a bit of metal and dresses in black t-shirts. He's never really read a comic but has, and has preferred to play computer games instead. <sighs> He's in the last year of a computing <laughs> course at college and on a whim has wandered into the comic shop. You're behind the counter, D-Man. And has some money to spend on himself, treat himself. You investigate further, and he plays mostly fantasy games online. He sounds a little bit of a loner, and has heard that there's a growing DIY small press indie scene. What do you push Barry's way?
2: <clears throat> well, I was thinking small press wise. I kind of try to think of fantasy comics. Uh, I've read one recently, Daughters of Albion, one by Wild River Comics. It's okay. a bit cyberpunky, but like there's certain fantastical elements in that. He might be kind of going for that. If you wanted more of a kind of uh classic kind of actiony stuff, maybe pushing towards Reckless Heroes, Knights and Pirates. That okay. might be his cup of tea. Uh, I was thinking, what, what was some... that one
1: that you really loved about four years ago, Vince? Um, was it Ryan K. Lindsay wrote it? Is that right? That's uh... the one about Vikings. Do you remember? <laughs>
0: yes, it's uh... behind me now. Hold on, keep talking.
1: Okay, keep talking. You're going get your fetch it.
2: What's the other one? It's not Barbaric Rampage. Oh, Barbaric would be good.
1: Yeah, what yeah, like the... Barrack?
2: That's a good one. If he may be like it depends on what he's into. But I was thinking like you know they put that, that the D and D role playing game, the uh, critical role Vox Machina. They do comics and graphic novels of that. I wonder if it, that might be oh, his, right. Barry's oh. cup of tea. Popular, uh, right? Yeah, Eternal. depending on what he's into. Eternal.
3: Eternal that's Eternal's right. Bit, yeah, yeah, that'd be a good shout. Yeah. I
2: think there's there would be quite a lot for uh, Barry Cheeseman yeah. <laughs> <to> get into. <laughs>
3: Good old Barry. If, he,
2: if he's kind of, like, interested in doing a manga, I'm sure there's, like, Berserk could do him down to the ground if he was that kind of... There's a, there's a lot about
0: that. Barry that I feel very close to.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: I think I could sit down <laughs> with Barry and say, look, let's ha- let's have
1: You've some, had, uh, You've had your one single black glove and your eye makeup on it before, haven't you, at a party? Where, yeah.
0: What do you think happens outside, Tony? <laughs>
1: it, like... Like your little bin liners in, in your house <laughs> when I went around on the walls
0: yeah, well yeah and you, you still managed to escape there <laughs> uh, what about what about a bit of slain that'd
1: be a good one yeah man that.
2: that'd be good yeah love a bit of slain that'd go damn well yeah but, uh, yeah I'd love that I, I think Barry. I've had a relatively easy one with uh shopping for Barry
1: Barry Cheeseman he's easy to buy for isn't he yeah, yeah, right happy is yeah. Um, is there any sort of European books you could recommend for that, guys? Or uh, Daniel, anything you can think of?
3: Um, um,
4: something I would probably recommend would be Lycan by Stuart Kolokovic Okay. He, he is he predominantly does black metal illustration, nice. and this one is kind of a step away from that. It's a bit more fantasy, and it's illustrated like Scandinavian kind of folk art. All right. Mm-hmm.
0: You're talking it language. Just, go on. Go on.
4: It, it's a it's about a a reindeer herder that wants to get his herd from one place to another place where there's more lichen and he says nothing throughout the whole story it's all narrated by a really cheeky wood sprite
0: well uh, that took a turn yeah
4: (laughs) (laughs) and everybody that i speak to has got a different idea on what that book actually means so it's It's really open to interpretation. I'd probably also recommend Murder Falcon by Daniel Warren Johnson. Yes, (laughs) yes.
3: Yes. Very very,
4: very metal. Yeah,
0: yeah. That one is yeah, very metal. I I I would also say the you know, the Realm of the Damned books that I'm a big fan of. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They are they are very metal and yeah, very cool. So I
1: would say something about Zay Bernay. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's got a sort of metal thing. And on a slight tip, because it's a fantasy thing and it's very well made, not particularly metal, but I'd say porcelain as well. Oh, God. Yes, yeah. Good yeah. Classic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Classic. They're good. Yes. So there you go. Good. I mean, I mean, that we've, was fun. we've no doubt also added a lot to people's wish lists. Go on, Dan.
2: My kind of last minute kind of uh, bit of a, a rant and moan. Like, if <laughs> if someone says, I'm into comics. I really want to get comics. Don't get them a, a comic-related T-shirt or a comic-related mug. and <laughs> yeah. just push that little extra distance and yeah. think, oh, I'll go and get them a book. Yeah. Don't get them yeah. a
1: Funko. Get them a comic. We should get that on a T-shirt. Don't get them a Funko. Get them a comic. Yeah. That should be a T-shirt. I'm deciding
3: Don't get it. them Is
4: that a... on our staff uniform. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Some badly designed uh, Deadpool T-shirt. For <laughs> that's, that's, Funkos. That's, come that's, on, comics. That, that's what they really want. I got. Yeah, I once got um, a
1: Justice League t shirt. They were selling in Lidl for a Christmas present. Uh, oh, fair, pl- fair play! Yeah, I was. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm considered quite a catch, you see. So people try and impress me, you know. Well,
0: <laughs> Damn down, right. Also, great value.
2: Um, yeah. So <laughs> he's oh, a hoarder with <laughs> <He put> his <laughs> beans. <it. laughs>
0: I don't like beans. Anyway. um... <laughs> Obviously, just in that little chat, we've added to your wish list. I know that my, my wish lists are, are growing, and Tony's and Dan's as well. Uh, damn you, Danny! We've
1: uh, got <laughs> Dan's been, that Dan, D-man's been like writing a list of comics to collect next Sunday. Yeah,
2: right?
3: yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So, um, obviously, you know, people are on the lookout for um, deals and offers. And okay, has Black Friday coming up? Now, which I yes. thought um, we haven't really. Talked about this on the pod before, in terms of Black Friday sounds have now just become just part of life. I it's almost Black like, like a-, a whole month now, isn't it? Yeah, it's not even yeah. not even a day. What is that like? How does that translate to a comic book shop? And what are you guys sort of offering with that?
4: Well, we we don't usually get massively involved in Black Friday because it is a a consumerist yeah. capitalist idea in its in its heart <laughs> yeah. and. Yeah. a lot of the time it's not really even a sale is it it's just no. they've, they've put the price
1: getting
3: down. rid of
4: their
1: crap as well yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
4: so for us we we wanted to do something that kind of it makes it a little bit more affordable for people and they're actually they actually are getting money off so we're doing a 20 percent off sale of everything on the website but we're also going to put aside a couple of like in store only items as well so it's worth keeping an eye on the okay comics twitter feed to see what kind of deals are coming up in store as well but we just want to make it easier for people to get comics and we know that a lot of people are struggling with christmas shopping so this gives them an opportunity to get stuff that they would, would want to get for their loved ones at a little bit cheaper rate obviously we're a small independent business so we can't this isn't a sustainable thing for us so we're just doing no. it we're not doing it for the whole month we're just doing it for the weekend
1: I was ready to camp outside and run in and just grab things and have a fight with everyone
4: <laughs> so it's not nothing like that yet. yeah <laughs> um but we do we do have a constant sale in the shop as well we always have one pound back issues because we want we want everybody to enjoy the comics even yeah. the people yeah. that that yeah. only have a pound on them They they get to read something so that is something that's a constant anyway, but it's just an extra thing that we can do to make Christmas shopping a little bit easier for people.
1: Nice work. Can you tease anything that's going to be in it at all? Or
4: um, I'm not 100% sure what is going to be in the in store deals. I think maybe Annotated Sandman Volume oh, okay. 1 and a few other things. Quite a few like bigger ticket items that people won't necessarily be able to afford without it being on sale. Yeah. Um, and then for the website, it's just everything on the
0: website. Wow! So, oh, uh, brilliant. That so what? Yeah. yeah. So what are the dates for this again? Because Black Friday, as we said, it's not just a day, is it? So, um,
4: yeah. So for us, it goes live on the midnight. So it would be it would be midnight on Thursday night, and then it ends again on midnight on Monday night.
1: Oh right, a long weekend yeah, yeah very good.
4: so it, it kind of covers black friday and cyber monday but it's not a whole month because it, it as i said it's just not sustainable as a small yeah. business to yeah. run a sale for a whole month
0: yeah
1: yeah but it, i'd recommend as well if you're going to buy yeah. something that's like substantially and fantastically reduced then also consider buying something else yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what we always say about free comic book day and stuff like that don't we you know
4: yeah we we try it with three comic book day because we know so many people are coming through the door and the. They're enticed by the three things. We usually put out a fresh sale at the same time so that people have the opportunity to browse cheaper comics if they can't afford full full price comics.
1: Do you do like the Halloween free comic book day thing as well? That's become a thing, hasn't it?
4: We do sometimes. It's not quite as well received as the main free comic book day. The main free comic book day is an event where we we open a couple of hours early we stay a few hours late by the end of it we're absolutely knackered (laughs) but it's it's one of the best days of the year for us so we we do try and stop Halloween stuff but it it kind of trickles over a weekend but it's not something that's quite as well attended
1: okay yeah Yeah, I've heard that yeah it's a sort of lesser version of it isn't it yeah yeah oh cool Good. So, if you of all the customers, the regular customers you have coming in, Danielle, who's the one you really don't like? (laughs) Don't answer, Danielle.
4: (laughs) That feels like a trap. Yes, totally.
1: (laughs) If I was a customer in your shop, you could say me. That's the easy option, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's just the stock answer for a lot of things. You, funnily enough. (laughs) (laughs)
1: it must be a chuckle though you must enjoy working there it must there must be a sort of you know a a good rapport between everyone and stuff like that you know
4: yeah there kind of has to be because we're such a small team and it there is only four of us we need to get on we're we're a family as well like anna did her last shift on saturday and i think we're all reeling a little bit but yeah it's um it is a family so when someone comes and someone goes we make a big deal out of it it's it's important to us.
1: And you got a new member of staff starting soon for that you were saying as well. We
4: do. We have Hannah who's starting. Well, she she has started. Oh, Hannah!
0: What have you done? Oh. <laughs> Just, Good <laughs> luck, Just Hannah. We believe. Be- we, be- we believe in you, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You're going to be totally fine, Hannah. Don't worry.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not there. Um... Do, you, do, you, do, you, do you convince like? you know trustworthy customers to come in and find Hannah and ask her difficult questions a little you know staff test you have to start doing that I'm not quite
4: that cruel
3: (laughs) Tony what's that
4: (laughs) but speaking from experience Jared did do that to me on my interview and it's why I got the job oh really
3: nice Nice. Nice.
0: so um, as always Danny thank you for um, joining us and talking about what it's gonna be like um for lovely comic book fans popping into okay comics etc. in all if they want to pre order stuff if they want to uh, keep an eye out for sales where can they find find you guys in the in the shop?
4: You can find us at www.okcomics.co.uk dot dot uk or you can find us on twitter at okay comics. It's just okay that's just the way we spell it. <laughs> <sounds> good. Yeah. This <laughs> is
0: okay, baby just yes, it's okay understandable comics. in yeah. every language yeah yeah and i will say the website is very clear and easy to browse and shop
4: so, thank you very much
0: yeah cuz you go to some yes. online stores and it's an absolute mess isn't it but um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, but it's, the yeah. ok comics is, is one of the best i've seen so definitely check i really out.
4: appreciate that thank you <laughs>
0: Uh, Dan- Danny's about to cry now, uh, yes. so uh, we'll, 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 we'll don't let worry. Uh, Don't worry, our artist editions are in the post. Yeah, yeah, keep dreaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Thank you, Jen.
3: laughs>
0: well, I think we need to apologise straight away for. Um,
1: <laughs> what of, did people hear? What we were just talking about?
0: Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> but they're they're probably looking at the wish list they have now and thinking, Oh, oh yeah, my Those. god. Um, so, I've got an A4
1: piece of paper that's covered in scribbles
0: and things that
1: <laughs> yeah. we said during that. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So we're sorry, not sorry. Um yeah. But thanks to Danny and the OK Comics guys, as always, for supporting the show and uh, give you some great ideas for Christmas gifts. Um, we'll be talking more about the festive season, no doubt, as the year ticks on.
1: I love a bit of Christmas, mate. I do love Christmas. Yeah, the time you, off. you do, don't you? Yeah, I really love it. Yeah, yeah. get really excited. I can't sleep on Christmas Eve.
0: Really? Yeah. Do you, do you leave out like milk and like, like
2: biscuits? For- Usually have the yeah. to you, in your tea. <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: No. Come on, I've lost that weight now. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: he's a, a one man naughty list. we are about to make jokes <laughs> yeah.
2: about my wife being a witch out on Halloween. I guess I can make. <laughs> <laughs> How about me trying to get down your chimney? uh yeah. <laughs> well, that was that time he was at the end of the bed and emptied the contents of your sack <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> over it. I apologise; it had been a long night.
0: You, uh, the thing is, uh, sometimes. It... I just let them go, listeners. <laughs> you, because... Please don't put in what we were just chatting
2: about. No. <laughs> <laughs> let the dogs off the le- leash. and let them go mad yeah. for the park. Yeah, yeah. we've had, I, we I, had an I, excited I let, ten minutes. I let had them really tire themselves joke. out. I let them tire themselves out. By the
0: end of the show, I just i, I give them a, I give them more milk, and then they can go to sleep afterwards. Isn't that <laughs> Oi,
1: you're about? one to talk. I just heard an impression of yours a few minutes ago. How dare you? <laughs> How Dare you? <laughs>
0: yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but 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 but. Do we have any shout-outs this week, Jets? Yes, yeah. I'll go first.
1: Um, get Well Soon to Conrad, the Space Spinner 2000 recap podcast. He's not very well. He's in hospital at the moment. So, uh, oh. big shout-out to Conrad. Conrad's a buddy of ours. We often meet him at convention. I saw so him at Nottingham a few weeks ago. Third Bear Press, run by our buddy Steve Ingram's, has them cracking new comics. Um, in stock, this is the only way you will get them without paying crazy shipping prices from the US. Um, I also hear... Um, from a little bird that he's got um, a consignment of the new, of new hot books from strangers publishing the u.s uh, distro so let's support this because we've all moaned about the price it costs to get small press books from mm. america steve's put his hand in his pocket and he's doing a great thing i ordered another another book off him today so if you go to third bear press if you go to at third bear press on instagram you'll find it but um yeah absolute cracking idea um let's not forget also the next drink and draw is friday the 25th of november yeah, between yeah. seven and ten um come on the slack and get the details if you're not on the slack you well you should be um you can find it on another one of our socials that's still you know if we're still tour. running we put it on there. still there it'll be on there as well i mean everyone's it, been
2: saying it's been going to be finished the past five days so
1: yeah yeah but um get hold of one of us and we'll we'll drop you the link or yes. um tom tom this chucklehead, he'll have the link as well so there
2: they're my ones guys there you go. Dan. Right, my one. I've got uh Killtopia. Uh chapters one to five, the final chapter. Subpunct Topio, Tokyo becomes a high-tech battleground of Japan's deadliest bounty hunters fight to claim the world's first sentient mecca. Uh, that's got uh, a couple of weeks to go, it's absolutely demolished its target. Uh we've got Martin Simmons Nord, epic vital oh, yeah. Tale of a Warrior King who battles death. Absolutely lovely artwork on this. Could do with a bit of a boast. uh, A nice word of mouth for
1: Martin's work from Thought Bubble as well. I was seeing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Oh, it's
2: absolutely fucking phenomenal stuff. Uh, Yeah. There's a couple of shots of the interior pages on this. Uh, It looks absolutely lovely. Mm -hmm. And uh, lastly, but not leastly, as we say. they don't say that. We've got got Viper Crimson Dawn by uh, me. Uh, can the Viper team stop a Soviet terrorist attack launched at the heart of LA? Find out in this 64 page comic of Viper Crimson Dawn. We're heading towards the final stretch goal, which uh, hopefully we'll get, and you'll be, or uh, well, everyone who backs the, the physical copy will get all the, the stretch goal prints. So, brilliant. Very nice. Can't oh, man. Right now, <laughs> and seriously on that, by the way. There's, yeah.
0: some, there's some artwork that Dan's done that I've already told him earlier today. Just give me an A3 print, man. I just, want, I, I, I want to frame. It. I've got a frame that I sort of switch out some artwork with. Do you ever have, have this? Do you, do you ever have this sometimes? Like, like we've got like frames and stuff. And sometimes, do you ever like freshen it up? Do you ever move things around? And depends. Like... I've got some of those click
1: frames. That I do that with. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Usually, I've... it's just pictures of you two.
2: Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of frames where they've got three or four bits of artwork in it, and I, I rotate it every once yeah. in a while.
1: Nice. Yeah, I got a certificate. Um, Helena made me a certificate of my 100 runs, and it says rude things. Oh, like nice! It. So I've, I've got that behind me at work at the moment. But I might have to switch mm. it out if anyone can read it on the mm. camera because it That's mentions a... my use of a sock.
0: That's also 100 toilets you had to make a run to, wasn't it, Tony? Because
1: uh...
3: yeah,
2: we had to do some online training at work, and like at the end of it, you watched a video for an hour, and you got a certificate. I will print printed mine out and put it up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ha! Ha! dear God.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: was
0: it? what's happening this week uh, what's happening it's because we had that madness between the interview and no, this bit. no no yeah. don't blame it on that we can't completely derail it because now we're on to the recommendations yeah section of the show um tony i believe you got a couple so you want to start us off yeah
1: <clears throat> i'm gonna start us off with one that was very kindly sent through to i think all, all of us got it brian jarman's high anxiety story by pete watson <laughs> artwork by who sent it through to us very kindly thanks pete mm-hmm. artwork by jason laforge and a cover by mr cliff cumber the inside cover art is by um of brian jarman himself who is a brain with eyes in a jar is by gordon johnston which is very good as well it's only eight pages mixture of full color black and white um and only a pound so that's good um i'm a buddy of pete and i really do enjoy his earth two podcast he does with david Steele. I, I i'm a i am I. I Post it in the Slack every time I listen to it. It's out every week. And it's a really interesting deep dive into um, the silver and bronze age characters and how they crossed over and stuff like that. And um, Pete does the best ladies' voices because they sort of act out each issue and it just makes me die. It's just brilliant. <laughs> Very good. Um, and I also enjoyed his comic from a few years ago, which I know he sent through to you, D Man. Was the. the yes, walk I've home. never
2: seen this one. Yeah, I was going to say, Lovely. Pete, for sending yeah. me this through because he sent through High Anxiety, and The Long Walk Home. I've got some beer mats mm. on the long walk home, and a copy of Phoenix from Atlas Comics, number one. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, sent that, of, um, he sent me a copy of
1: he sent me a copy of DC Comics Presents, and also he sent me um, Beauty and the Beast issue one from Innovation Comics. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking genius. Yeah, do you get a copy of this, v? Uh I
0: haven't. You, well, I've got a copy of uh, High Anxiety. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh I, come I, on. I, Good. I hasn't hasn't um, Pete got in touch with me? So I haven't received oh, cool. it. Yeah. But, oh, nice one! Nice so, um,
1: so, this this is a book that's very short, very poignant, and um, and is thoughtful. Um, and I enjoy that. I enjoy people who can fit, you know, that that thing of life that that snapshot, that moment of life, into something like this. It's something we tried with Hidden Lives, and I think very much so. peaks on that same sort of tip. Um, one story is about a skydiver, and um, as, as you see on the cover, and. And it's and then there's another story which I won't spoil, which is in black and white. And then they both play with the inevitability of death in a way.
0: I
2: think
1: mm. yeah. um, very short, simply made. Um, is that what you thought, D Man?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's very punchy. Like this, this has got the number of pages it needs to tell the story, and it does it. Yeah, it does it great? It does it well? Yeah, uh, th- it's a
1: metaphor for life and death and living life and li- you know and and meeting your end sort of thing. And it's a it's almost like a, a snapshot, a flash through A life and it's very good. Um, I can't really spoil it anymore on that because it's such no. a short book, it's only eight pages. <laughs> um, there is, I don't know if you notice this, Dan, but if you turn it over to look at the back cover, the back cover is just a black,
2: yeah, it's got the text of the, I, I, yeah. I missed that on my first read, yeah, I didn't see yeah, that's that.
1: easy, yeah, and that's um, yeah, that's important, I think, for it, god, it, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 gives you
1: it, gives that. And I like, we talked a bit, I think it was before we started recording, guys, where we talked about I like things that twist. Or shape or change your expectations or your understanding of something mm. very simply. And this this can come in relation to all parts of the world, can't it? But this this certainly does it in this comic. So if you go to he's <clears throat> got a newly created Big Cartel, Watson's comics.bigcartel.com Um it's also on sale at Fin in Glasgow. FinPan in Glasgow, great place for indie comics, right great place for small press comics. I know they've sold quite a few of my comics there and um Johnny Cannons and Pete's and stuff like that. And it's uh, really good. But keep an eye on Watson's Watson's Comics, which is <laughs> did you notice what Watson's comics has almost got like a corner box thing going on? Yeah, I see that. Yeah. that it's great. So there's WC and it's a man sitting on the toilet reading a comic, which is what we all do. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, Brian Jarman's High Anxiety, highly recommended. Yeah, it's my first one.
2: I really enjoyed The uh, the Long Walk Home as well because I've never it's read it. It's great, isn't it, man? It's yeah. a
1: poem. And yeah, I love that. Yeah, really good. Yeah, if you go, oh God, I'll, I'll give you the episode number, but it's from quite a few years ago. But we did an interview with him, um, like an on, on the spot interview. Yeah.
2: Good. Yeah, nice. Uh,
0: Dan, what's yours? Show you my first recommend. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah. It tells from the quarantine. <laughs> 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 Have you got it through? Oh, I've got no. my copy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Enough tomfoolery. <laughs> Mine is a whiplash effect. Going to the complete stream to that. It's uh, Ducks Two Years in the Oil Sands by uh, Kate Beaton. I really enjoyed Kate Beaton's work in the past, and I, this came out of nowhere. I, I think one of my colleagues at work who's into comics said, oh, do you know there's a new Kate Beaton book out? And I, I ordered it for her and one for me. Oh, uh, nice. She's the proofreader. so I thought Oh, nice. She's a nice lady. Yeah, it'd be a nice way to uh, say thank you for all the proofreading. She's done all the shit comics she's had to read that I've made. It. <laughs> so uh, Kate Beaton, you, you probably know from Harker Vagrant started out as a webcomic and then transitioned to the book. I found it in the book form. Uh, This is kind of that first full length uh, graphic novel. And it's an absolute chunk. It's like almost the size of a a house brick. Uh, It's uh, autobiographical. It starts off with uh, Kate. She's just come out of college and she's got like a whacking great bit of debt. And she tries to work out, right, how can I clear this debt as quickly as possible? and the one way that the community and it's set in Canada uh so that it does make cultural references that I don't quite get and yeah. maybe if you're from that neck of the woods you might <clears throat> so from a kind of like childhood home of on Cape Breton Island uh in backwater Nova Scotia she they say well you can you can work out on the uh or long lake i sands they, they do like the the oil sands where they they
1: they pull the oil out through the earth, don't they? Yeah, that right? that's it. Yeah,
2: and you basically work on work on these, live on these work sites in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it's pretty bleak, but the money is great. And she spends a considerable amount of time at the start of the book working out right if I do this shit job for this amount of time, I can clear my debts. And she looks at all these other options is like this. Going to take me ages to do this, so off she goes to uh, the oil sands to kind of make a pay off her debts essentially yeah Uh, and when she gets there, you find out this place is fucking it's really bleak hardcore uh, safety issues all on all around she's on a work site with outnumbered probably like for every 100 men there's said there's about two three hundred men there's about one or two women so the kind of the the element elements on the camp are very unbalanced and all the girls are all over. She kind of has a bit of a hard time and, and learns things along the way. I'd say that it's, can be. It could be. I said about trigger warnings. We mentioned that before. And there's yeah, it's quite adult. It's yeah. very adult. There's there's very few lost in this. But don't think you know. Oh, I'm going to get Harker Vagrant Mark Three or whatever in this. Uh, it, it. I, I don't want to spoil it too much. It's worth giving a read. But there were some moments in it that were like, fucking hell, like she talks to some of her female colleagues about what it's like living there because she has a couple of friends come up. Like she tells them there's decent money up here and they come up and when they come up, she's like, I kind of wish I hadn't invited you up here because it's really bleak. And some of the men up there are like absolutely fine, lovely people, and others are fucking horrible. But that's right. just, that's a very balanced view and what it's like in, in life in general. Do you know what I mean? You, there is some goodies and there's some baddies it's, yeah. you can't, it this isn't kind of like a black and white view of oh all men are bad, all men are good. Do you know what I mean? This everyone's an individual, everyone's a character. Yeah. Uh but like she she mentioned something like in the middle of the night, she'd be like there'd be times when someone would try her door, a door handle. And it's just like mm. that's fucked up. So like she's living in these dormitories, and some guy just like, oh to see if the doors open. It's like, oh fuck me, that is like just even for a bloke that happening, you'd be like, what the fuck? Would you? Yeah. You'd think what the fuck's going on here? But when, you know, there's a kind of a bit of an undercurrent of sexual threat because there's no women here and you're in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing for these uh, people to do. And yeah, you you can, you can feel the kind of a bit of an oppressive regime. When she starts, goes in there, she's quite bubbly. And by the end of it, she's quite down about the whole thing. And rightly so, like, she works in a a tool shed a tool crib for the first bit which essentially the workmen come up and say right can i have this and she goes digs it out for him and you kind of get that kind of men's work banter and i I don't know if you've ever been in a workplace that's like that it can be pretty kind of like
1: oh mate very much so yeah
2: Yeah, yeah if you're not on that wave riding it you're getting fucking rolled over by it it's it can be quite harsh yeah uh so she kind of gets on with that, and it's it's a very interesting book. It it comes across really dark and quite bleak and quite angry uh, a lot of the way through. Is it it's, a long book,
1: Daniel?
2: Yes, yeah, it's, it's a big old book. I don't think it's got page nearly four hundred and thirty. Oh, wow. pages wow! Wow. Okay. I, I did do it in two sittings because. So, uh, yeah. I was like, reading through and there's, oh, and the duck reference, uh, it comes to there's like an act sort of an accident, the same way that Thames water flushed out like, shit into the river was an accident. Right. You know I mean, and they do that and it just wipes out a couple of hundred ducks. Right. Gone. Okay. And the, there's a kind of allegory going on of like, they're fucking over the environment to, to draw money out. And the same way the people are working on this site are getting fucked over for money as well. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of stuff like that going on, and and to try and do it justice in a in a review or recommendation like this, uh, I, I can't do it. I mean, I like. I, I mean, it's
1: <clears throat> a funny thing to say, but I do like autobiographies and biographies that are gritty like that.
2: Yeah, this is you know nothing's
1: real. nothing's all sunshine and you know yeah, it's it's got it's you've you've got to see that other side of the world. I think to appreciate things sometimes.
2: I mean, you feel yeah. like some of the the background characters are obviously real people, and it's just like. Uh, what happened to Sanso? And he's like, he fucking didn't put his safety thing on. And uh, one of these big lorries didn't see him and rolled over him. So like he's gone. And yeah. you're like, fucking hell. And then that's kind of the corporation brushes it under the rug because it's, it would impede on their profits. So yeah. it doesn't, it, it tries to paint a nuanced picture of these, these things, which I, I think have kind of got a real bad, rep in the world like i say i i didn't know anything about these kind of oil fields uh until i started no. reading even yeah. and then i had to kind of get on it like there's some first nations that uh, near the area that have kind of complained that the w- toxins in the water from the process they're doing she has like welts on her back and said no i've got these things and it's like it's just because there's so much shit in the air from what they're doing that right. Most of them have got it, like sores and welts over their body from just the, so, the crap in the air. So it's like
1: these these guys and, and ladies who go and work on oil rigs. You, it's just rough, but you 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 pay. Yeah. you Get paid enough.
2: Yeah. You,
1: well, you don't get paid enough, but you get paid a lot of money. So yeah, you get people, paid a lot of money.
2: Yeah. So you, you kind of yeah, it's not selling a bit of yourself, but you kind of you kind of got to grit your teeth, put your head down, and get through it. And then yeah. afterwards, it's not like you know what a great time that was, but you paid off the money. Yeah, uh, and at the end, it, <clears throat> there's a scene where near the end, she's out with her, one of her friends back in the, the real world, as it were, and like a guy comes up to him and makes a bit of a kind of crude comment, and then goes off, and they don't think any of you of it, and the other people they're with are like, "Why the fuck do you let him speak to you like that?" And they kind of look at each other like, "That's just what we've got used to. Like that's that's what it is all the time in this <laughs> these camps." And there's 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 another bits where like. Uh, one of them uh, talks to the local newspaper about how shitty it is. and they look on the forum board, and there's just loads of people going at him saying you do not know what you're talking about. Women going on there saying you, you're just you're just the worst kind of women in the world. Like you're real making an issue out of nothing. And it's like this is their lived experience, and there <clears throat> there's all these people on, on online or in the world denying it. It's yeah. it's a fascinating read, but fuck me, it's a, it's a heavy one. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that's a, there's a um, lot man, that comes it. out
1: of that, man. There's too There's a show of conversations around that, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: I mean, uh, I'm going to uh, read
1: this. I think. I think I'm going to get it from what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'd yeah. I'd like to see what you uh, uh, think of it. It's, uh, it's 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 yeah. It's not book. I'd say like this is my book of the year, but yeah, I hold it up in high esteem. Wow.
1: Yeah. Think yeah. God's thinking. It's important, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it, it just goes to show, like you know, comics can do so much, can't they? And they can, mm. you know, and they can really hit you in ways that you don't expect. And and also, like and it,
3: she can,
1: Kate Bean can make that, and it, it doesn't get watered down by a big comics company or a movie company yeah. or a TV company. Yeah. She can say exactly what she wants to say. Yeah, it's important because it, yeah. she yeah.
2: there's a big there's a bit a few pages at back where she talks about, it, and there's, she's taken a very nuanced. Take and trying to get it as it was, and not painting a picture that's ideologically swayed one way or the other. Do you know what I mean? Like mm, she's yeah. she's been very real, and <clears throat> <clears throat> that's all. Sort of, there's there's stuff in the book that fucking hell is like you. You got some stones on you to talk about it. So <clears throat> uh, hats off.
1: Yeah, we're well done. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely one to look out for. I think. That'd be a good
1: Christmas one, actually, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Nice, nice graphic novel to buy someone for Christmas, I think, for the right audience. I, yeah. Also, yeah. You...
0: I, I also do not know how I'm going to talk about mine. My... <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> V. Yeah. Do you, to do, do you want me to do mine first? Because yours... it's a bit of a, a, bit
1: yeah. of a gentler transition. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I bought... We've just been talking about this, to be fair. Mm. I bought um, Peach Fuzz, issue number one, yes. through um, from Anna Reedman, who, as we've just learned from Danielle, was... Um, up until like literally a couple of days ago, worked at OK Comics in Leeds.
3: Mm-hmm. She
1: also graduated um, uh, from Leeds Uni and on the illustration course.
3: <clears throat>
1: and you can find her at the, her name I like the fact she's got a name that is both her name and also an in instruction. So Reed Man <laughs> is a good, uh, it's a good <laughs> name for a comic creator. Um, I hope she doesn't mind me saying that. Um, I just saw her work. I think I first saw it with um, Handlebar Gumbo, which was landed on the the shelves at gosh earlier this year um peach fuzz is a collection of her own work it's all black and white interiors lovely absolutely lovely cover um if you get a chance google this while we're chatting guys because it's called peach fuzz number one and it's got a a person who i'll talk about in a second in an extremely sort of wrinkly dirty looking danger mouse costume sitting in an an alleyway and eating an ice cream and this for a new creator the use of color on this cover is outstanding <clears throat> so the ice cream is everything is sort of grays and blues and drab mm. apart from the windows that look into these houses and the ice cream that he's holding and the t- the title card now it's almost like the ice cream is a metaphor for the sadness that he has and also the the liveliness that is going on behind closed doors out of his view almost it's a lovely cover absolutely lovely very yeah yeah box. the cover's is
0: really nice
3: yeah
1: <clears throat> yeah um it's um so there's i think three stories in the first one is called spring awakening and it tells the story of a young shy kid who goes out wearing a homemade danger mouse costume and uh, walking his cat on a lead which is always amusing isn't it visually people who walk their cats on (laughs) lead um and he loses his cat um and he has to search for his cat and um it's also a story about um it's almost like a fascinating coming of age story in a way there's he's a shy kid and he meets a woman and they chat and then he doesn't ever see them again and this it's a really lovely story but it's got this sort of visual twist that works so well because it's got it's about a kid dressed as a danger mouse you know it's like there's an anarchic feel to it in a way if, if that makes sense yeah um there's the plumber which is a dash of um, the autobio and I think we may have just confirmed that there's a little bit certainly a little bit of it in it in there um I think before the interview with Danielle, uh, it's a great it's got a great playthrough so i like a story that echoes the end at the start of it so you'll see i don't want to spoil it because i think you should read it but there's there's an there's um an arc that really plays out well and it's set in a comic shop um and a regular who arrives at 10.06 at once a week and all he wants to do is search for issues to this one single series and something happens um which is interesting um and then the way it is, which is a near, which is completely different again, very different again in, in themes, but it's a near future science fiction kind of sci-fi story that talks about, um, believe it or not, limb harvesting, um, yeah. and a government that just keeps <clears throat> taking more and more from hardworking and law-abiding and people who believe their stories. You know, it's, so it has, um, I don't know, it's a sort of political bent to it but not you know p with a small p it doesn't particularly poke anything but you know it's, it's got that story where you know if, if you let them they'll just keep <laughs> bleeding us dry and it almost is that exactly you know so this woman she has to, she loses a finger and then she loses the lottery again and has to go in and has an arm removed and really interesting um the art has a taste of i'm gonna say philip bond crossed with something like an early duncan for Grado. do you remember when duncan for Grado was doing joe silent bob comics yeah. Remember that okay. stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. A little bit like that if you get a chance to okay. look at some of the interiors online. I'm, on, I'm on a website and um, I've just discovered one of my new favourite artists, I think. It's Absolutely great, isn't it, man? Isn't it great? Stunning. Absolutely stunning. Absolutely Yeah, out of the it, gate. It's, Fucking proper. It's sort of, um, there's a slight. Um, Eric Zavadsky, um who did Eternal, you know, works with Ryan Kinsey okay. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a little bit of that, but totally just the, the ink work. If you go to AnnaRedman.com, dot com, and this also m- made me chuckle when I saw it because you know you, you mentioned about her second name. Yeah. If you go to the website, and in the top left-hand corner there is uh, a GIF which is brilliant. It's sort of animated because when you scroll over it, her head explodes. Um, oh right, I didn't but, see that. But okay. it just says "Read Man." That's. Oh, that's, we agree with that one, don't yeah, we? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're all over uh, that. You absolutely nailed it. Yeah.
1: But yeah, stuff. really, um I'd seen um the Gumbo book before, Handle by Gumbo, and, and I hadn't picked it up, although I had looked in and thought, oh, mm. this is good. Mm. I mean, this is, we see, I mean, we see a lot of tat, you know? And yeah. so when someone is so fully formed straight away and not enough people are talking about it, I mean, I got a bit of heat out of Thought Bubble, but not enough people are talking about this book. This is, um, A lovely new voice in comics, I think. And someone who's not afraid to play with something that could perhaps have fitted in maybe Deadline magazine or Escape magazine or something like that. Okay. you know, I'm bored of fucking autobiographical comics, you know. But these are not... These have got a twist in it. There's an energy to them, which I think... And they're not all autobiographical anyway. But there's there's a real energy to what she's doing here. And um, the short story format, it's not like just two pages. It carries you through. I couldn't tell you how long each story is in this because I just enjoyed it. You know, it's one mm. of those sort of things. So have a look for that. Um I tell you what, two days it arrived in my door. Nice. Pretty good, yeah. Nice. I have to say... She may be I know um was chatting to um Sarah Harris um a couple of days ago and she tried to order it and she said it said it was sold out on the it's, site. But it's
0: it's currently sold out on the site. But uh, I think shame. they've got
1: them o I think they've got them at OK Comics. Yes, yes. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. go to OK Comics. I think they might have sold out at gosh. But OK Comics have got I think Danielle was saying they've got a good chunk of stock offer. Yeah. So you should you should be able to get it from there. But yeah, go and get this because I think you I think everyone who listens to this would like it, and I think there is a few yeah. people will learn something from it as well. Uh, I can we'll tell you what if she's on, learned we'll all this.
0: To, yeah, we we'll have to get on the show.
1: Well, I think you are right, man. I think if if this is what they teach at Leeds Uni's illustration illustration course, I am all behind that. Bloody hell! Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it'd be a good one to get. I think it should be great to get on. Yeah, sounds sounds good. There you go. It's my second one. Peace yeah. So there oh. you
0: go. Yeah, that's that's raised up my wish list, and but, my recommendation is uh, a familiar name you've heard on this show, our old pal Edison Neo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The absolute. I've, not, I've got this. But I haven't read it yet. So yeah. Same. I've so got this. But yeah. I haven't read it. Absolute machine. Um. Of an artist. I've got colour prints
1: oh. and sketches with it yeah. as well. And
0: I don't that?
2: know how he puts this yeah. stuff out. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah. Yes. Um, the beast.
0: Yes. And this is uh, a fun little book called Heat Vision and Jack. What is? <laughs> what could possibly be a book Heat Vision and Jack? Well, it's a, It's both a fun little uh, fun little fan made comic and it informs us about something that i think we all need to watch cuz heat vision and jack is a comedy that had jack black as the hero jack austin and owen wilson as his motorcycle heat vision yes you heard that right before owen wilson was ever the voice of a generic car he was the, he was the voice of a motorcycle called Heat Vision. Um, it was a pilot, a TV show. A pilot was made, um, but it wasn't picked up for a TV series. Um, the, the The first episode was directed by um, Ben Stiller, um, and it was actually uh, cre- created, uh, written by Rob Rob Shrab and Dan Harmon. Oh, I some, know. Some, yeah. some,
2: yep. Did uh, Rick and Morty?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but um, it, it wasn't picked up. Um, but eventually, it sort of found its way onto the internet and became a bit of, had a bit of a cult following. Um, and Edison's a huge fan of it. Um, so he um if you join his newsletter that this is what I love about creators who just go the extra mile, whether it be a Patreon or with Edison, it was his newsletter. Hmm. If you sign wow. up for that, um he he basically made this comic, um and he asked the creators, like I I did this, would would I be able to put this put this out and they were like, Well, because it's I P, you know, he he made the found out about it but of course the creators themselves don't necessarily have the rights to it because it's the Fox had it Um, and as he said in his newsletter he wanted to put their story in one of the no brainer issues um, but after receiving a message from Rob, it was great that the actual creators got back to him as well. Yeah. And, um. He put it off. Wasn't sure what to do around, uh, with it. He had this story. Um. Because Edison just goes away and just makes comics just like that because he's a machine. Yeah. And why we love him. Um. So he he made it into a, like a standalone ash can. Um. And he he got a hundred copies printed, and just they were just sat in a box and think. How do I? What do I do with this? I know. I release it for free and just to thank the people that are newsletter subscribers for sticking around as this is him. the
1: sort of stuff that goes into my long box full of what i call investments for the future
0: yeah
1: <laughs> you yeah. know gustavo yeah. vargas and gareth yeah. light home and ian ashcroft and cliff yeah. cumber and all these sort of people i think these guys are going to make it one day they're all going in this box so that one day i become i can become a millionaire yeah yeah, yeah.
0: um i hope that jack black and the, and the creators and stuff uh, find out about this and put the word oh, out. But, yeah, because yeah. it is amazing. The story itself it is um, it's short, sharp. It's just a classic uh, TV show scenario. Um, the two heroes are about to be lowered into a, a piping hot uh, sort of geezer by this alien. Not not as in a geezer, geezer but, uh, <laughs> uh, like like. Um, and uh, yeah, they're trying to get out of the situation. Of course, Jack himself, just just to make this clear, um, the, the, the the hero Jack Austin, um, as it says, he's a former NASA, NASA astronaut. On his last mission, an orbital mix-up brought him too close to the sun, causing his brain to expand. Science people. Um, <laughs> he's three times smarter than the smartest man in the world when he is exposed to the sun. He ex- he escaped NASA when they learned about his brain and now... So the, op- the opposite of England football fans. Completely. Completely. <laughs> yeah. um, Heat Vision uh, voiced by Owen Wilson was Jack's roommate formerly known as Doug. Uh, during the escape from NASA he was shot by an experimental ray merging with his bike. Doug died that day and Heat Vision was born. Um, I can't believe... I mean this was a live action show. When you When you describe it people are like what was this an animation? No it was a live action show um who knows if it was made what what we would have gotten or where where careers would have gone or you know what we'd be talking about the dvd collections of it but in some ways i'm happy that it didn't didn't happen because now we get things like this and uh yeah yeah and it is brilliant so just edison neo sign up for his newsletter um there's loads of back matter as well obviously we love snake claws no brainers um, if you want to buy any of his stuff go to neocomicart.com uh, follow him on social media at neocomicart and uh, if you want to reach out and just tell him how cool his books are you can drop him an email at neocomicart at com. Um, and he's a listener as well so thank you for listening to the there show as well
3: yeah. thanks was, for sending it, that through man yeah, was yeah, yeah. Great it, it was yeah.
0: great fun it's also like printed really nicely it's just a nice little nice little book it's not like a even though it's an ash yeah. can it's, it doesn't it's not don't expect something to be a throwaway sort of photocopy version of something. He he puts care into these little books. Yeah, definitely. So definitely, check that out and check out everything that we spoke about on this week's show. Whether it be the wonderful OK comics? Thanks to the guys there for all their hard work. For Danny joining us this week, um, so many I've got so many things I've got to think about on the wish list now. Like, hmm, right, okay. And present um, is for us. I'd like to point out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just wait. You're, you'll get. You'll get what's coming to you, Tony.
2: Well, hope so. um, well we're always happy to receive uh, gifts, aren't we? From
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. it's the
1: artist editions we're getting through from OK Comics. I can't wait for them. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be great. Don't worry, guys. It's not that. Don't just ignore him. I find it best, especially at this time portion of the show. Just ignore him. Uh, you but yeah, just 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 he'll keep talking and just yeah. just gla- glaze over it, and for instance, go on to the bit where you say like if there's anything about this episode, that you want to talk, talk about more <laughs> <laughs> don't don't <laughs> put me off uh we hope you enjoy it if there's any potential um gift ideas perhaps you or or like you know if there's any stores in your local if you've got any local shops in your area you want to put a shout out for with yeah. upcoming sales and stuff please let us know we'll put a shout out for them on the on the show yes because um, we want to help all the indie shops at like you know okay destination Venus everyone that's just fighting a good fight in the name of comics so please let us know yeah. there's several different ways you can do it you can email us awesome at gmail.com on the Twitter we're at the awesome pod uh, the book of faces we're on facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast there's a slack group the Awesome Comics Podcast Slack channel where there's different I'll keep up with that at the moment. It's really busy. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of stuff going yeah. on there. <clears throat> Please get in touch. You can join that. Wonderful community of people on there. Uh, thank you for listening to us, whether it's on the website, awesomecomics.podbean.com. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, then, uh, I don't know, give us a review. Say something nice. It is the season of giving. And, and thanks uh, for all the nice comments recently. We've had some yes, lovely emails yeah, through, yeah. especially
1: about the um, Paul Cupberg interview. Yeah. yeah. We're very excited about it
0: yeah Yeah. so um, yeah subscribe and like it. all of that good stuff because it helps get the word out about this show and everything that we talk about and all the wonderful people we talk to if you listen to us on any other sort of uh, podcast formats like Spotify Amazon Stitcher Podnose Podknife, what other networks are we on Tony? we're on pod Dan is now a Mormon
3: <laughs>
0: there you go which means he can breathe underwater and he's got gills <laughs> <laughs> I made that joke El- off El- air as well, and I'm so proud of it. I thought I'd do it's it, a good goodness. one. To see you, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thanks, man. El- Elron cupboard. Yeah, I'm, 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 we've all got fragile egos here, so uh, you yeah, know, yeah. take whatever I can get. But um, where can people find us online, etc.? Tony.
1: NeverOnAnything.com. dot Easy. Uh, it's Dan. Easy, busy.
2: You can find me still on Twitter if that still exists, when you listen to this. Uh, at Van Gogh Comic. <laughs> That's and a running at Yeah. <laughs> Comics.com. And you can back Viper Crimson Dawn on kickstarter.com. Uh just look up Viper Crimson Dawn and yeah. up. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I yeah. oh, awesome.
1: backed it. can yeah. Cheers, baby.
2: To you. Thank you. Yeah. thanks yeah. yeah. to everyone who's backed it. Yeah. 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 Legends.
0: I'll, I'll always back you up, Dan.
2: <laughs> Cheers. Thank you.
0: That's right. and if it all goes wrong I'll just uh, leave yeah, it to no, it. nothing doing
2: no no, no you, be...
0: you, you'll turn around and I won't yeah. be there
2: Dan, Dan who <laughs>
0: yeah I was nowhere near yeah, I wasn't there I know his dad um, <laughs> you can find me on social media at Jester Diablo I have a, a gaming uh, actual play show on YouTube called Safe Space um, go and check that out it's a lot of fun it's not a safe space it's, it's a lot it's lots of horror and science fiction and rolling dice So if you like that then then go check that out. And uh thank you very much for listening to this show as always. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And uh um you know we're going to do what Come we and join the
1: conversation. The Come on the Slack and join in. Yeah. Have a chat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Jo- join the chat. Um because it's far far more sensible than anything I have to put up with when yeah. it's, it's just the three of us.
1: <laughs> Went off the rails a
0: bit. <laughs> yeah, earlier. yeah, it did did a bit. Um, but as always, folks, you'll never find out what happens on the cutting <laughs> room floor. No, 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 no. So while I'm trying to piece together what's left. Oh, of and my 400's brain, not far off, guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah we. Yeah, we. Look, look, right now. we we'll talk about that in a second
2: after the show. Yeah, yeah. I've got yeah, something to tell you about
0: that, actually. Right now, yeah. we've got, we got to talk about planning. Uh,
2: oh, hold on. Put the brakes on this Friday. We mentioned it. The drinker draw. Yeah. There we go. That's all right. Yeah, brakes. Yeah, are yeah we, off. Yeah, we already the... mentioned it. Yeah. Tony mentioned yeah. it, Dan. Okay. You're right? no, That's do you, do you, right. you, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's okay. The drink and draw.
0: Is, is he alright? Did he bang his <laughs> head? Danny, you okay? I I'll
1: tell you what, have we got a drink and draw coming up.
0: Have we got drink and draw. I think it's this think so. Friday. It's this Friday. It? <laughs> Who's doing it? It's Tom. Uh, Tom. Uh, let's check ahead. Um, definitely, uh, yeah. You should come along. I'm looking at yeah. a comic with boobs in it. Yeah. Until until then, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening, everyone. Wherever you are in the world, um, we hope you're happy, healthy, doing okay, reading some cool comics. That make you make you laugh and make you think and but basically just make you feel good because comics should do that. Um, and we do love you very much, don't we, Dan? Hell yeah, Tony. Not in the slightest. Yeah, he, does. Nah, totally he totally said. Not. He said he really loves Christmas. Now, I do love Christmas. Now so. I I say to you, you cannot love Christmas and not have love in your heart, Tony. No, I like Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, but you've got to just... Yeah, I've know. got love in my heart, just not for the listener.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, do you know what? I'm not even
1: going to know that's not true. Uh, I'm not going to defend him. I'm no, no,
3: no look. Me and Dan, I'm happy lo- me
0: happy face me, me Me and Dan love you. You know that, people. So join us next week while we talk about more comics. And until then, read loads of comics, make loads of comics. Check out your wish lists. Blank Tony Edsman from your earlobes. And as always, what Never. should they do, guys? Stay, Stay awesome. awesome. Cheerio. Bye
1: then. See ya.